The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again. Talking everything Buffalo Bills, and no, this is not a breaking news episode around the one-year contract signed by uh, Bobby Hart earlier in the day on Monday, but talking more preparation for the NFL draft. You know, with so much of this, I think I'd take a look at where things are, and at 25, the Bills are certainly going to have a number of options. Um, I've talked about earlier on social media, I've been so focused on positions like cornerback and wide receiver Uh, I've been neglecting things a little bit when it comes to a strategy of drafting the best player available. And, you know, you get it sometimes. That's coach speak. It's GM speak. When you hear Brandon Bean talking about staying true to the board and those pieces. But that very well could be the scenario for the Bills as they come into this draft. I mean, I think in many scenarios, we could look at things and say, gosh, I would love to see the Bills get a player like Andrew Booth Jr. In many scenarios, I think he's going to be gone before pick 25. Jamison Williams falls in that same type of category. Even if they look to do something at linebacker, Devin Lloyd probably going to be gone by that point. If they want to do something at wide receiver, those top options going to be off the board. Guys like Drake London, Garrett Wilson, um, you know, that are expected to go probably 10 picks higher than the Bills. And of course, my pre-draft crush, Jordan Davis, He's probably going to be a top 15 pick, and I don't care that the Bills made additions to defensive uh, tackle during the free agency period. If he is there, that is still someone I would love to see playing along the Bills' defensive line next to Ed Oliver, Von Miller, Greg Rousseau. Would love to see the big guy in the middle. So I don't know if it's just one of those scenarios, right, where you you look at what you can't have and that's what you 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 think to yourself a little bit. You know, going through this scenario today, I wanted to keep a little bit more of an open mind because I feel like every time I go through with this, I am either going with a cornerback or a wide receiver with the first round pick. And I think as I do that, I'm kind of pigeonholing myself in a little bit, maybe reaching a little bit as opposed to getting the player that can have the greatest impact for the Buffalo Bills. So in this scenario, as I go through, you know, the players picked right before the Bills selection at number 24, Jamison Williams, number 23, Kair Elam, at number 22, Boye Mafe, and at number 21, Devin Lloyd. You know, you can look at that again. You talk about needs with wide receiver and cornerback. 
If Mafe or Lloyd are on the board when the Bills pick at 25, I'm going to be curious to see what Brandon Bean does. And if it really is, uh, you know, something where they look at and say, regardless of position, that the Bills would be going for a best player available. But in this scenario here, those guys are off the board. And let's talk about who is here. The highest rated player available is Devontae Wyatt, was a very popular choice for many Bills fans before free agency um, when it came to mock drafts. The interior defensive lineman from Georgia, certainly talented and can bring a dynamic to the Bills' defensive line, just, uh, again, solid against the pass, solid against the rush. Other players available, Zion Johnson, the interior offensive lineman from Boston College. Kenyon Green, also on the interior offensive line from Texas A&M. And you've got some talented wide receivers there as well, and Jahan Dotson, Chris Olave, and Traylon Burks. Um, you know, three guys that could certainly be popular picks in the first round. Of course, you've got some safeties there available as well. Lewis Sign from Georgia, who is a confirmed pre-draft visit to the Buffalo Bills, available. Also on the list, edge defender David Ojabo from Michigan, probably a guy that's going to slip out of the first round based on his injury that could keep him out for the 2022 season, but we'll wait and see there. Running back still available. We've seen some mocks where those guys have gone to the Bills. Um, most notably, Brees Hall. I, I just don't see running back being the, the pick at 25. If they want to do something in round two or round three, I'm fine with that. But I think in this scenario, that's not really happening. Um, here, when I take a look at things, and if we're taking more of an approach, I think from you know best player available as it relates to the need, right? As much as I would love to see Devontae Wyatt become a member of the Buffalo Bills, I've got to go with Zion Johnson. The guy has had plenty of experience playing tackle, playing guard even messed around a little bit at the Senior Bowl and did a good job playing center. I like that flexibility. I'm happy that Ryan Bates is back, but four games does does not make a uh, a top-tier offensive lineman. And I can also look at things with Roger Saffold. As happy as I am that he is in Buffalo this season, um, it is a one-year contract. He has dealt with some injuries um, you know, in the past that have kept him from finishing some games. So I really like the opportunity to bring Zion Johnson Gives you some flexibility, kind of that piece that you can move around the offensive line and to be a future starter for the team protecting Josh Allen has got to be a priority for the Bills. So I'm going to go with Zion Johnson, the pick here at number 25. As I went through with this, I was going to look at some trade down scenarios. Uh, you know, one option where you trade back to pick 32 with the Detroit Lions, add an additional third round pick. But I felt like I would just keep this one clean, go through four rounds with you today and just really focus on what can be available at this time. As we come to the second round pick, certainly some enticing options. The trio of running backs all listed there on the board. Kenneth Walker III from Michigan State, Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M, who was a, uh, a top 30 visit, confirmed with the Bills, and Brees Hall from Iowa State, all there on the board. A guy that stands out to me that is also on the board is Roger McCreary, the cornerback from Auburn. As we look at things, right, that is the top-rated player outside of the running backs and certainly fills a need for the Buffalo Bills. As I take a look at McCreary, I realize there will be some talk about his height. There will be some talk about his short arms. But I think when you look at him as a player, 
obviously a top-notch athlete, someone that if you look at the tape has done a good job um, as a player in the SEC going against the top competition that there is. You know, I realize the length might not be where you want it to be, but certainly at pick 57, a guy that could come in and should immediately contend to be the cornerback two for the Buffalo Bills. Roger McCreary, a bit of an easy pick for me at number 57. You know, one of those when you listen to the people that uh, that do this professionally and do this for a living, as you look at the tape, here's a guy that delivers, get past some of those measurables, and here's a guy that can get the job done for the Buffalo Bills. Now you go to round three, and for the Bills at pick 89, interesting, one of the running backs still available, Isaiah Spiller from Texas A&M, a guy that certainly, as we talked about just a, a minute ago, a pre-draft visitor to Buffalo, six foot, about 220 pounds. Um, here is a guy that can come in and, again, really contend to be the starter for the Bills. As much as I love Devin Singletary, last year of his rookie deal, and uh, you know, I think when it comes to to playing, paying bigger money contracts to those running backs, not something that I'm particularly too fond of. Another guy that stands out, and again, it's not that you've seen him play a whole lot, but Troy Anderson, the versatile linebacker from Montana State. You hear rumors that the Bills have interest in him, you know, if you're spending some time on Twitter. But with that, I think in this scenario, when we talk about the offensive side of the ball, the philosophy of keeping that fastball, I think a player like Spiller could be a good fit. And because he is confirmed as a pre-draft visitor, I'm going to make him the selection at 89 Like I said before, not in the mood to take a running back at pick 25. I have moved past that. If you know, you're talking about last year with Najee Harris and Travis Etienne, that is one thing. These guys aren't in that same type of class, but if you can get Spiller or Hall or Walker, one of these top running backs in the third round, I am certainly here for it. And I think in this scenario, it's a guy that definitely uh, that stands out for me. Now, as we look to the fourth round pick for the Bills, now listen, Matt Areza, the punt god from San Diego State, is there. I'm not taking a punter in the fourth round. I'm just not. I, I think there can be other guys the team can get the whole bit with him not being a holder because he kicks field goals as well. You might be yelling at your phone or your radio or computer or wherever you're listening to this right now. But for me, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to make that pick. Um, Let's look at some of the options that are there right now. Alec Pierce, the wide receiver from Cincinnati, phenomenal showing athletically at the combine. You know, this is a guy in the broad jump, the vertical, the 40, all of these pieces, just a a dominating performance. Um, A good player statistically, right? When you think about him, brings a blend of size, Listed at 6'3", 213. I'm just not sure if that all that athleticism is going to, to transfer to the NFL and, and what that can be. But someone I'm certainly taking a look at. I am surprised that Jelani Woods, the tight end from Virginia, is available at this point. You know, you look at the, um, the, the premium that the Bills are supposedly placing on the tight end position, signing of O.J. Howard, rumors of having more two tight end sets. And of course, with Howard just being on a one-year deal, Dawson Knox, we expect him to be extended as this is the final year of his rookie contract. But if the Bills can bring in someone like Jelani Woods, that would certainly be interesting, Um, just kind of his blend of size and athleticism and what he could do for the Bills. 
Additional wide receivers available, Velas Jones Jr. from Tennessee. I know many are very high on him. Certainly an option that would be there. You know, kind of when you get to this point, right, you, you've you addressed some of these other needs. Kobe Bryant from Cincinnati is still listed there. You know, again, opposite of Sauce Gardner, um, a productive season for the Cincinnati Bearcats. Already addressed the position before, though. So, I mean, you know, and I don't want to make it sound like you're you're reaching or you're avoiding a best player available. But when you talk about things, um, I think with the the drafting of McCreary with our second round pick, we're okay right there. So as I go through with things, right, this is that interesting part of the draft. There's guys that you like, nobody that really stands out that you think to yourself that you love. Um, again, Alec Pierce, if you get him in the fourth round as a developmental wide receiver, is that someone that you can, you know, harness that athleticism put him a part of Ken Dorsey's offense and really make things shine there? Or do you go with Jelani Woods, the tight end from Virginia? I think in this scenario, I'm going to go with the upside of Alec Pierce. Again, a productive season for Cincinnati. Don't get me wrong, right? A productive season. Um, Phenomenal athletic traits, uh, a lineage of his family being high-level athletes. I think uh, his father playing college football, his mom maybe being a a college volleyball player. So let me go with Alec Pierce, the fourth round pick for the Bills to wrap up this four round mock draft. So as we go through this scenario, I kind of like the way that this one played out. I know in many situations, I prefer to have the Bills get a wide receiver earlier. Um, I like Calvin Austin, the third right from Memphis. I think you add someone to that mix. That speed player was not available when it came to the Bills pick in the third round. So I did go with Isaiah Spiller there. And the second round, Roger McCreary addressing the need at cornerback. The opportunity to get someone like him in the second round, I'm certainly a fan of. And in the first round, Zion Johnson from Boston College, the flexible offensive lineman that can play tackle, he can play guard, can even play some center. I think when you're talking about the future, I get it. You want your first round draft pick to come in and maybe to be an immediate starter. But here's a guy that's going to start in year two through five. At least he should. And from this situation and everything that you've seen on on Johnson, everything you've read about him, um, if the Bills were to draft him at 25, I think I'd be a pretty happy guy. So again, I realize drafting an interior offensive lineman, not all that sexy, not all that exciting. But in this scenario, when you talk about adding the pieces for the Bills to be a success, I can be down with this one. So listen, I'm going to get out of here for now. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Smash that subscribe button if you've not done so yet. And if you haven't done so yet, certainly what are you waiting for? Make sure you get all the great shows we've got here at buffalorumblings.com. I'm out of here. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Bills.